All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. I have a fan favorite back with me today. I first saw this guy on uh, Sam Tripoli's tinfoil hat, and then uh, I got to know him, and he brings a lot of good information to the table. A lot of the stuff that um, some websites don't like to hear because it's the real truth, and it, it's like, you know, it's a lot of this is heavily suppressed, censored stuff, and we're going to be getting into some deep topics today as far as, like, what our history actually is, and maybe possibly the current situation in the Middle East and a lot of stuff like, and I want to show you his website. Well, first I welcome to the show. I have an independent conspiracy journalist. Um, his name's Ari Agilin or, and um, I want to welcome to the show. Ari, thank you for coming back on the show. Howdy. Thanks for having me again. Really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. And then, can I just share my screen and then I'll, uh, I'll show, I want to show people your website. Uh, Please go ahead. So we're on your website now. And this page I'm on is uh, I hope I don't get low bandwidth, you know, this one is, uh, I, I can't remember what page this was, but uh, this is just under suppression. Sorry, I totally like that. But, um, like, what's that? Is everything good? So this is what it we're going to be covering tonight. Like I'm this. not seeing a video. I think it's fine now. Go ahead. Oh, we're good now? Okay. So um, this is his website, everyone. Like, uh, you just he cut has, out again, but, but I think you're okay. Go ahead. Uh, okay. He has every conspiracy covered. And maybe we shouldn't spend a lot of time on the website, but I want to show you his website it's paradigmthreat.net slash, well, that was slash history, but it's not, it's just paradigmthreat.net. And you can see he has every, uh, do you want to tell them about your website you, uh, while we, while we, um, you know, uh, we'll go through this? Sure. In fact, why don't you let me host it because it's totally lagged out from my view. So I want to do a little faster on my end. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm changing the host to you. Yeah, I don't know why it's logging out. It's lagging out every time you. Let me pause the recording. Okay. Let, let me let me pause. I okay. Oh wait, we're oh, still maybe. recording. Let maybe me stop the share. Is it better now? Okay, here we go. Um, now we're recording. We're back. So, so the, I'm here with Ari. This is his website. He's going to go over it with you guys. I think it's something you all need to check out. But if you can look at all the different categories, he covers everything. And Ari, if you want to get into it, that, that's, you know, I appreciate it. Absolutely. <clears throat> so this is paradigmthreat.net. Um, I've been working on it for years. Um, it started out as just a big collection, a folder of memes and documents, PDFs and stuff that I collected from Facebook and Google Plus when it was active and any kind of temporary conspiracy channel. I decided to start collecting them when I realized that they're disappearing starting around 2014 in these huge flushes. They just all disappear. And then I would never see that picture again, you know, stuff like uh, anything, Hollow Earth or, you know, uh, UFOs, stuff like that. So um, after collecting a good deal of uh, photos, I basically decided to put them all online where <clears throat> they could be indexed and sort of, you know, survive on the internet, um, especially in the Google image index, which still catches a lot of stuff. And after that, I started putting some content down. And one in particular was uh, about World War II. I started, um, this is about 2016, I started saying, making the claim that World War II, the story that we've been given isn't exactly the correct, that actually a great deal of automated planes and napalm was used. And so actually a lot of, it's like machines, you know, it's not even humans, that kind of stuff. So, Do you think it was possibly for real? 
uh, a lot of these planes fell out of the air just because they malfunctioned. It was actually not common for them to be shot down, the B-27s and so forth. Um, a lot of the kids refused to get in the planes. It was very hard to get them in there. There's just a whole story they're not telling us. When, when you watch movies like Memphis Bell 1995, you really get a different impression of the kids running these planes. But anyway, what I noticed was in 2014-15, by wait, saying wait, this... Wait, wait, I'm go sorry. I, I got to ask you this. When yeah, you yeah, said these kids running these planes, there was children running the planes? Yeah, like in the movie Memphis Bell. Shows a bunch of kids piloting, I think it was a B-27. Going I never saw that. That's Europe why and dropping I, a bunch of punks. I never saw that. That's why I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, no worries. It's one of those uh, high school movies that they make you watch, you know, war context. But they, yeah. they give you a, a pretty different impression of what really happens. So anyway, yeah. um, th this is a whole topic that I could get into. And I just want to say that um, what I really noticed was I was getting banned on Facebook a great deal by saying this. Like, it apparently it's forbidden to talk about World War II in such a way. I was used to the Holocaust being banned. That's pretty obvious. But World War II in general, like saying Pearl Harbor might not have happened the way they said it did, banned right away. So that's when I started um, putting my claims online. I put them on LinkedIn. I started posting an article from LinkedIn, and that was getting banned. I realized right away that I had to put the stuff on my own website <clears throat> with an SSL certificate. Otherwise, it will never <clears throat> be seen on Facebook or any network again. So that's what kind of drove me to make this whole website. Um, and after I started putting these images online, I realized I want to start making images too. I want to get these, these cases out in memes because memes are so effective of just making they really the case are. and forcing people to sort of defend them. Yeah, really. And that, you know, all we're missing is just the, the will to do it. I, I want to say that the bobbing of Dresden is really horrific and that, you know, maybe half a million people died because that is one version of the story. I know it's disputed widely, but we just haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about history class or anywhere. This World War II and, and stuff like that is very unresolved still today. So, um, so I started getting pretty militant with that World War II stuff saying, hey guys, you know, there's a lot of lies there. There's anti-gravity available during those times. And after World War II was over, I think they, they sort of kept using the anti-gravity technology in all of our jumbo jets and stuff. And just, you know, lying to us about the fact that it's still suppressed, that it even exists at all. Um, you got so some good memes here. Topic, can, I go, but, um, can, we, can we go back up to that? I want to go yeah, over yeah, a couple of things with you. The George Adamski, yeah. the, the Adamski flying saucer, like, do you think those were Nazis that met with Adamski? And then also you have Nick Nick Cook's point book, the, the Hunt for Zero Point. Nick Cook worked for the British uh, government, I think, I believe, or maybe that's Nick Pope I'm thinking of. Nick Pope worked for the British government. But I, I believe we had an anti-gravity, but do you think there are aliens too? I mean, I think me and you talked about this before, but like, who do you think, where do you, do you think they got the anti-gravity technology from? And like, do you think aliens were involved? And, and who do you think Adamski saw? Do you think he saw some kind of extraterrestrials? Well, um, <clears throat> another place that I go with my theories, sorry, I'm trying to get rid of this window here. Go away. There I go. Um, is Mars. I take a look at Mars and I say, hey, there's a lot of evidence that there's humans living on Mars and have been this whole time. And that in the 19th century, this was common knowledge. Suddenly in the 20th century, it all became science fiction. So straight up, when we talk about aliens, we're not talking about any further than Mars. And we're not talking about anything other than human beings that live there. It is in their interest, of course, to make themselves ever because that's not true. And once you go there, you know, you start to, if you, if you start to say, hey, Martians are real, 
then you got, you got a whole generation of people that say, no, I don't believe in the giant brain tentacle things. And it's so hard to, to get them to understand, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying humans. So I understand yeah. right away that, that Mars is tied up in this, in this heavy predictive programming. And we've all received a great deal of it about Mars our whole lives. I could, I could go into about like, you know, the TV shows, the movies, like Little Toaster, Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Those are, yeah, those are just, you know, <laughs> the brave little toaster. Oh my god, I forgot about that, dude. Like, that's a good, I remember yeah. that they had this whole series of that stuff, right? Didn't they? Goes to Mars. You know, this has to be explained. Why did the brave little toaster go to Mars? I watched this movie recently. It's very hard to to understand. Oh, come on, just show me the. Picture. Do you think there was a lot of predictive programming in the brave little toaster? Wasn't there a series like the brave little toaster series? Like he did, did like different things, right? Oh, yeah, they, they kind of went everywhere. But um, when they go to Mars and become the supreme commander of Mars, you have to wonder if maybe some of this is is based on reality. Um, <clears throat> here's some other examples. Uh, Zombies at My Neighbors, you know, popular video game. Yeah, Mars needs cheerleaders. <clears throat> um, you got uh, Mars, you know, constantly showing that they need women in movies um, from the yeah. 70s till now. It's a common movie that just came out right here. Um, yeah, Zombies at My Neighbors. Yeah, right. that's so interesting. Yeah, you constantly seen Martians depicted in Roman gear, like there's some kind of connection to them in Latin and Roman in the Empire. Yeah, uh, I'm going all over the place, but when you ask aliens, I'm talking about mostly humans on Mars that have been attempting to influence affairs on Earth this whole time. And 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 and, and everything that maybe like Google Images shows us is like kind of um, uh, well, you know, like I had a guy come on my show and he tried showing me pictures that the rover took and stuff like that like where you'll see someone occasionally hanging outside of a pipe maybe that might be a human outside of mars and he said maybe they live underground is that all bs and like is it we're just being hidden the, the, the real stuff is being hidden is that basically right or no uh, i imagine there's a whole um whole uh you know inner circle of humans at the higher levels of our society elite people rich people religious whatever but they're the power structures of our society they're told the truth at some level, and at some point, they like to put that truth in our face because what they've learned a long time ago is this method called revelation of method. I don't know if I covered that last time I talked to you. Did I? Um, revelation of method. No, no, you never told me about that. All right, it's a um, it's kind of an emerging term. It's a way of mass. Um, it's a it's a te- technique of mass media to get the maximum effect, maximum control out of a population. Of all the techniques available, um, Revelation Method is the simplest, it's the easiest, and it's the most powerful one of all. So let me describe it real quickly. <clears throat> when they put the p- truth in plain sight, like in a movie, but that's a fiction movie, then they're basically telling us subliminally to not believe in something. Uh, some other people, some wiser people in our society, elders, might say, hey, I know what that is. That's, that's that strategy that we've been afraid of for the last 50 years. They're finally doing it. Oh, my God. You know, that's what they might say. And by showing it in fiction, A, you get the mass media, the mass people, the masses to believe that it is fiction indeed. B, you get the resistors to, to identify themselves early on. They, they self-identify. They all come out and they say, we got to do something. We got to organize about this. And, and they, they just sort of, they spell their own doom from that point on. They, they cannot get the revolution they want because this revelation of method is just so sinister. They, it turns people, it causes their own allies to doubt them and turn on them it's just the most effective thing that's it's so interesting so, so, and, and, 
And what it is so below here is it says you did tar targeting synchronism about else about the world wars. When we go back to the world wars, it says uh, segregating and mixed religions and slaughtering the pagans. Where one would become, say, a Jewish German and a Christian Muslim. What's that all about? What's that mean? Right. Like, um, I believe does that, that mean that um, they're, they're kind of all in it together? They're like the tops of like the, the Vatican, the the, the the top of the Muslim. It's all a pyramid structure, right? right. Like, um, like one, one thing to point out, of course, is um, that a lot of these religions that are fighting each other are actually based on nearly identical dogma. For example, Islam, Christianity, and Judaism in the 20th century have been entirely based on this black cube worship. It's right there in their literature. Um, Sertania, right? Sertania. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the way it came out, you know, Santa and all this stuff, various uh, forms of depictions. But uh, basically, there's no reason for them to fight if you, really, if you think about it. So why are they fighting? So the answer is, the only answer I've come up with is that if somebody's attempting to rule the world, if they're trying to influence affairs on Earth, then you don't just you know, order one country to attack another country. You have to have an exit plan for every reset or every disaster that you that you plan. And the exit plan of World War II and World War I was very simple. It was to separate the races, uh, defeat the syncretic nature that they had in the 19th century, and make them separate based on separate ideals. The Muslims over here in Mecca, the Jews in Palestine, and the Christians in England and uh, Vatican Italy. Um, that was the outcome of World War II. So they had a plan, that exit plan, that to stay in power for the long term. And now we see World War III um, in the last ten years. The the possibility of World War III happening end up being over religious, uh, you know, tension again. It was about uh, Iran and Israel, or it was about uh, Syria and Israel. It was, it was somebody in the Middle East does does not accept the existence of somebody else, and they still won't go to war. So. I say people aren't that stupid. Religion isn't that stupid. Religion actually doesn't lead to war at all. This is more of like um, an entrance into an into our next reset, and then the exit plan of what will happen afterwards, leaving the deep state in power. Yeah, and do you think do you think that like Trump was a possible way to defeat that, or was he just another um, was he just another? Or is it hard to say whether he was bought or not? Uh, Trump is a really interesting story. Let me just give you my theory there. Uh, we all know that Trump was raised in that deep state garden, um, same as, you know, JFK and Obama. And yes, these people are all related to each other because that's how the deep state wanted it. They wanted all of these presidents planned for the next 50 years. They, they want their drama planned out. This is going to be a good one, the bad one. Uh, if you watch Simpsons in the 90s, um, as religiously as I did, you'll know there's an episode where Lisa Simpson goes to the future and she becomes president. Um, <clears throat> she follows Trump sometime in 2016, and apparently Trump has ruined America. So this was the plan that they had for Trump. He was supposed to be the one that we all hate for ruining America. He, he was supposed to lose to Hillary in 2016. He's supposed to win in 2020, and he's supposed to do exactly the same, same things Biden was supposed to do. He was born and he was raised for this fate. There's only one thing that could possibly go wrong, and that's if somebody turns the actual plan on itself. You can't expose somebody like Trump and say, you're part of the deep state, get out of here. That's not a winning factor because they've never let us, the non-deep state people, participate in this government until now. If you, if you really look closely, they have not. 
They've cut us all out. So we need somebody from the inside. And that is where, if you look at 2014, our U.S. Army almost went to war with uh, Russia. Um, if you really know why, it's also religious reasons. Um, they took the Crimea, which is unacceptable to us, because Russia says Crimea is the birthplace of Jesus, and we say Palestine is. So, you know, we will go to war over that. Um, That's so anyway, ridiculous. That war was you know? averted, completely averted. Yeah, I know. I know. It's ridiculous. It's stupid, right? And I got to ask you. We're all lucky. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you up, but I got to ask you what you think about China. Please. So keep that in the back of your mind. I'll keep it in the back of my mind because I got to because I think yeah. that China has a big deal of the, the the decay of America, and it's not. I don't have anything against any citizen in the world. I think all the people in the world are beautiful people. No, no, no. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is yes. all for entertainment. This whatever. If I decide to put this on YouTube, I don't want any like uh, flashback from YouTube. But, but what I'm saying is like I, you know, if someone's Jewish or Arab or Muslim or, or Chinese or whatever. Like, I think we should all have love for one another. And it's not that the people, it's the deep state. And it's the yes. people at the top of the, you know, at the top of the Vatican and the top of like, you know, what people call, I, I don't know if you want to say Zionist too. I, I'm not even sure if I'm, I know exactly what a Zionist is. Like, um, what, what, that's what just a do? small piece of it. Yeah. What is that? What is it? What are when they, people really, really, so, yeah, really, look so yeah, let me let me uh, speak on communism right after I finish the uh, the Trump story. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. Uh, no, so, so in 2014, basically Russia started giving us all this information. Um, they showed us maps of Tataria, stuff we've never seen before. A completely different depiction of history and perspective, and you name it, even on life. I was seeing new kinds of information, like honey is all you need. You don't need drugs anymore from the pharmacy. All this stuff in 2014. Uh, our media called it Russian hackers. And we totally shut them down on an IP on a network level, so they couldn't reach us anymore. But in the midst of all that, they had released some damning information, the so-called Hillary files, and also stuff about Jade Helm. Won't go into that because you'll be getting in trouble. Um, anyway, what the army then did, in my opinion, they went and they, they talked to Trump and they said, we need you to run um, and defeat Hillary. We're going to turn the plan on itself. We're going to execute it early. We're going to make sure that all of the big bullet points of this horrible plan that we've seen is totally possible. And we'll take America out if we don't do anything. And the only solution is to get all of those bullet points, get past them all, and still and survive them all. What's, what bullet points are we talking about? World War III. It was in the plan. Um, a pandemic. That was in the plan. Um, you got a bunch of other things that were also some horrible torments that were planned for us that would only have worked if these other two things, you know, war and pandemics, were currently also happening. So the idea was Trump's going to be the one that that creates the vaccine when, when the pandemic happens. And he's going to get us all past it really fast so that the deep state, who's planning to vaccinate us with their whatever it is, will not have time to react. And everyone will see this pandemic for what it is. They totally nailed it. They got it. We, we would not have survived this without them. So I have the best of um, optimism that I think this horrible plan has been defeated. And I think that Trump himself would be real happy <clears throat> To have played a good role in it rather than the one that he was born and raised for to destroy America. So he's nothing more than the puppet. I will never say he's anything else than a puppet. He will never run again. He's not a real president. He wasn't allowed to be. And you're probably going to see DeSantis in 2024. Well, I think most politicians are puppets. I mean, mostly all politicians are puppets. Would you agree? Yes. Yes. I was a, I was a fan of Ted Cruz for a while, but he was a puppet too. It was unfortunate. Yeah, I don't think they they ever have any real good intentions. They all want like power, 
and it, and it seems like it's like a um you know like when when they do something for their own goodwill or not not their own goodwill but their own good fortune you know what i mean and yeah. and there's in a sign that they have the power you know what i mean so right. so they get all the women they get all the money they get all the out the power right i mean that's that's what i mean that's what it all seems like now i wanted to get into communism and zionism and yeah, stuff because i know that. i know that at the top it's not even that it's like the, the jesuits and then it goes beyond the jesuits to the um i've heard it on tinfoil hat i've heard the, the different families the rothschilds i mean i hear so much different stuff i hear the um uh the the the, the, the black nobility um, right, right. What, what is all? I mean, like, how do I make a a, 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 a differentiation between all these different uh, organizations? And who would you say is at the top going down if you had to name it all? Well, um, <clears throat> I would say um, if you try to see everything from a how do you rule the world perspective, then you will ascertain a series of loyalties from anywhere and everywhere. It won't just be one family and it won't be one type of person or race or location, you will literally go everywhere. So where's everywhere? Um, there's pyramids all over the world, right? And as far as I'm concerned, they represent an ancient empire. It surrounds the entire equator. You see them in South America even. And um, after that empire fell, anyone that was still loyal to those old religions, specifically monotheism, the belief that there is some central god influencing our current affairs, and that we need to worship him directly in order to benefit from it. Um, those people, as far as I'm concerned, are the only ones who um, the deep state rely on. Um, a family can turn on them at any moment. I believe families have turned on them plenty of times. Um, that, so that's not helpful. Um, they have to, they, they can only control people who want to be controlled. And all that money and wealth and women, you're absolutely right, but they have to know why. They have to feel that a God is giving it to them for some reason. They don't have to understand the reason. They're told, we're all told, you know, that God has a plan and we don't have to know what it is. Um, so we just have to plug it in. If anyone's pretending to be God, then they could be controlling all of those people around the world. Those people might not realize that they've only been given all of this wealth and power because they've been 100% controlled by invisible. And is this the people from Mars, you think? Oh, yeah, because um, you got... Um, you got all these visions. You got people seeing things, believing they've seen angels, ancient times now. And it's got to be explained somehow. Either the angels are there or you got a telepathy ability between the plants. When during opposition, every 26 months, Earth and Mars are very close. All the energy in that region passes through both planets. It is perfect time for telepathy. If, if, people, if, uh, if people see uh, visions and so forth, um, they might actually... Go and do something about it. the Rothschilds might take action. Perfect example. I found this one website dedicated to the stock market and Mars's oppositions. That this guy has proven or attempt to prove in the last 120 years that our New York stock market jumps anytime Mars is in opposition. Huge amounts of trades go up and down. That does seem that that planet is trading with us and has been this whole time. So it does seem like there's a there's a direct connection between Mars and the ability to influence people invisibly through money, through God, through um, mass fluoridation. Somebody's doing it, and I don't think it's aliens. I think it's very close. And that's, that makes a lot of sense. So now would you say that these were the – this is the explanation for who the Sumerians say they might have saw? Like, do you think they might have contacted the Sumerians, like the talks of the Anunnaki, like – 
you know, the gods that the ancient gods supposedly came here and then supposedly other cultures had gods throughout history. Do you think this could have been the people from Mars, like showing themselves to a primitive society and the primitive society didn't know how to say it any other way, but maybe that they saw gods? Oh shit. Um, frankly, no. I would say that the, the Martians, the human Martians, are only a couple of hundred years ahead of us in uh, in technology because they share the same origin story as Earth. They've only been around as long as Earth. They've been a planet that's really hard to live in. It's very cold and the water comes seasonally. Um, <clears throat> they rely on technology way more and sooner than we did. And they have a need for resources to flow from our planet. Unfortunately, it seems they took the bad route to control us rather than to ask for help. But they've been doing this for a long time. So not thousands or millions of years ahead of us, only a few hundred years. Um, and can I ask you, like, how did they have you start influenced things in ancient times? No. How, how did you start putting this theory together that, that it was the, that it was the Mars people behind all of this? Like, because it makes sense. I, I'm not doubting um, it or well, anything. I'm, I think it's a good theory. Thanks. Yeah. Um, well, I had to. I'm a huge War of the Worlds fan. I've been heavily influenced by it because my dad bought the album, Jeff Wayne album. And played all the time in our house, and it scared the hell out of me as a kid. And so War of just, the Worlds, you know, yeah. yeah. My whole childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Wayne album. Check it out if you haven't. It's an amazing album. And, you know, I've read the book. It's what well, used to be my favorite book. It came out in the year 1901. It's, very, it's the first science fiction book ever written. There's just so much to Mars that, that just has been there our whole lives in our face. Um, it did occur to me at some point that this revelation of method thing, this technique, if if Mars was the culprit of all this, then absolutely, yes, they would put Marvin the Martian there early in our childhood and, and just make us say, little green men, and that can't be right, and dismiss it all very early. Wouldn't they not? So that's where I just got hooked on this idea that, of course, they would. That's the only way to control people. You put it in plain sight. That makes that makes so much sense. Like, that makes so much sense. Like, and uh, yeah, I, I, I don't really have, I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, many other questions I have. Like, That's fine. Um, but, but, but more on the, the black cube of Saturn and Saturnia, like who are they worshiping? Are they worshiping, would they be worshiping the people of Mars or are they worshiping what they think is Satan or is it, is it Saturn or what, how does that work out? Like, what are they worshiping? Right. <clears throat> Saturn obviously is just a planet. Yeah. And some people think that it has something to something do with to do the it. creator god of Earth, right? So, yeah, hear me echo there. So, uh, if Saturn is has some, some story to do with our origin story of Earth, if, if, for example, Earth was born out of the planet Saturn, which is what Saturnian cosmology is all about, that's the, that's the premise of that cosmology, then technically the planet Saturn is the creator of Earth, or at least the mother with the sun being the father. Uh, technically, we did get born out of Saturn, the planet. And that means that if people worship Saturn as the creator of Earth, not the creator of the whole universe, because there was no universe scope back then. We couldn't see past the firmament back then. There was no stars. We couldn't tell the universe was there. So there was just our solar system. That was the universe. And it seemed that this planet Saturn had created everything. So anyone that, that worships this planet today is simply holding on to our oldest tradition. And the fact that, in my opinion, that I was born and raised Jewish, and I'd never heard of this in my whole life, that it has to be some something really wrong here, that the Jews, all, all of the world, and the Muslims are worshiping Saturn without realizing it. 
that just cannot be see i thought that they were i thought that they were um devious i thought they were um uh worshiping like um false gods and then that's that that just your level of learning is compared to mine you're at obviously a a higher different level and i don't know the jewish religion at all i I grew up catholic you know i told you like i have like a mediterranean blood you know, and so, yeah. but I, I obviously see that the, the, the problem totally. in the Middle East is so much bigger than what we know. I mean, I do you got to like, did that that poor guy in that picture? Like, he has no clue he's worshiping Saturn. He thinks he's defending his country. Like, he probably knows Krav Maga, and like, he just wants to go home to his wife and kids every day. But he has to deal with Palestinian yep. suicide bombers. But then, that that, that Palestinian suicide bomber thinks. Wait, let me just think. The, on the other side, the Palestinian guy who might have a bomb, it thinks he's defending his country because, you know, he feels like he's being played by Israel. So it's like both of them have their reasons for wanting to justify. And all the end of the day, all anybody wants to do is go right. back to their wife and kids. Nobody wants to be in trouble. You know what I mean? Or nobody wants to cause trouble. And that's the problem I think we're in in the world. How right. do we How do we get past that? It's a society. Right. Or is not our nature. You know? Like it's, it's definitely not, I don't think it is. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, no one in the Jewish community that, yeah, no one in the Jewish community that I've ever grown up with is willing to talk about this. And I'm sure the Muslim community is the same. This is, you cannot talk about God. It's a blasphemy, you know? So just don't. Yeah. And that's about Sumerian tablets. Um, yeah, I've I've looked at them and my, my interpretation. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I jumped topics, but it was right there. Um, Sumerian tablets do depict some giants there, but you can't really tell what their scale is. Yes, I do believe that giants exist in ancient times and that they're very big and that they're called Nephilim, but they're just giant humans. We don't see them anymore today because they've been clearly wiped out, but um, Sumerian tablet giants are just giant humans, and the gods they're worshiping are actually actually up here at the top of the mountain, the Wheel of Heaven. Very common. You see it in every religion, actually. The Wheel of Heaven it's been worshipped around the world. Wait, let me show you something here. Like, you look, if you look at the bottom of the screen of this dude, it, it, it's a wheel, and look at how those smaller the, the, the dudes are than, than the gods. Like, right there, yeah, the gods so much bigger than the, the guys yeah. worshipping them. That's what makes me think right. that they that there maybe were some gods and that they existed and that they, you know, but because, like, but the, the, what's weird about Samaria is, like, unless there were civilizations before it, but, like, Samaria is like the earliest civilization that we know of, right? And like they say that they got everything yeah. they know from the Anunnaki. Like they give them credit for giving them the astronomy. They they had laws, and supposedly this, and they had a very civilized way of life. Like not something you would think for supposed hunters and gatherers, you know. Um, so it doesn't make sense to me how they had yes. all this stuff. And I'm not saying it was the Anunnaki that gave them it. I'm saying maybe there was past civilizations like Atlantis or, you know, maybe civilizations that existed before where they got yes. this knowledge. Cause how, what are your thoughts? What do you think? Well, um, you're right. That Sumerian is one of the oldest. I would say that Atlantis is the oldest. That's um, it's not really, ha- doesn't have much literature or reference because most people just say Plato and Plato didn't talk seriously about Atlantis. It was just a setting in one of his poems or something. Yeah. Um, there was a real Critias. reference point for Atlantis. He talks right. about and it. Yeah. The Atlantis is constantly, yeah, sorry. Yeah, excellent. Thank you. No problem. Uh, yeah, so um, Atlantis keeps resurfacing in our literature, and I've, I've eventually found theories uh, relating Atlantis to Saturnian cosmology. Atlantis isn't necessarily a location, but a, a uh, feature of the Golden Age when things were aligned and perfect. 
all the planets were aligned in one uh, collinear configuration. So Atlantis was simply the best place to be at that time. It was the place with the most abundant energy, the safest energy, the warm energy, and life is bursting around you. And apparently gems could grow in the ground. You could use gems for everything, technology. They had all this stuff in the golden age. There was no need for the um, for the Sumerians or any other um, civilization to have received this from anyone. They all knew about this technology in the past. What did happen, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many Saturnian cosmology researchers, is that the next age over, the dark age of cataclysm, where the Earth left the configuration, changed all this stuff, got, got bigger in size, mountains reformed and stuff, was pretty terrible for humans. And the only thing that really allowed people to survive is either they were rugged enough or they held on to this old Atlantean technology. And unfortunately, if technology has been suppressed throughout history, we have to assume that they did not share any of it, that they kept it because it gives them power. Everyone had to come to them. And that's where we see um, statues of people worshiping Baal and, um, and other, you know, demigods yeah. w- uh, w- with uh, live sacrifices. Like, like, what is this? Like a, like a statue. Why give a sacrifice to a statue? And it's because the deep state was essentially ordering them to do that. They're saying, do this, and then we'll make the crops go. We'll give you light. We'll give you energy with our stuff. They, they the mines were human did too. gods on Earth. They're acting Remember like the, gods because of technology. And qu- the mines were doing it, too. Oh, they yeah, said awesome. they, 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 God okay. L. They said God L, which is a weird name for a god. But it made them do weird sacrifices and stuff like that because they thought exactly like you said that their crops were going to come back. I just wanted to input that, like, right? Exactly. This is how you control humans. This is how you do it. You you have an invisible uh, technology that they can't see but they believe in that that changes things, that makes the crops grow, that allows women to have pregnant, or uh, maybe maybe it prevents them from having a disease, maybe prevents old people from dying from a plague or something. You ha- if you have those kind of powers then you can rule people, but you have to do it correctly. It has to be through monotheism. They have to believe that a universe creation creator God is doing it. Anything else will fail. Anything else will be like Wizard of Oz. They find you behind the screen and it's over. So it's the ultimate form of control. This is insane. This is, is, is awesome, man. It, Sorry, I was on a different page there. Yeah. This this basically, I think this summed up everything. Yeah. That, that, like The only other thing I wanted to ask you about was... um. What are your thoughts on China, and what do you think their um, their role is in it? Because oh, yeah. I feel like they do have something to do with the possible decay of America. I'm not sure, though. And, and what, what are your thoughts? Right. Well, um, yeah, it's a very sad story what's happening in China. And I remember I, to what you said earlier, I feel exactly the same way of all people on the planet. There's no one that's actually racially behind anything. Yeah, um, and the Chinese people have been subjected to serious population abuse schemes for a long time. We know about the one-child policy. We know about Mao's genocide. We know about the re-education camps with the Muslims, and we know about the killing fields in the seventies. So we know all of this stuff about how the communists in Asia behave. We also know about the USSR, the Red Army, and their history uh, pre-World War II and after, and that when USSR communism fell, well, it didn't fall in China. You know, it's still there. The Chinese party, the current one that's in charge, was founded in the 20s, long time ago, 100 years ago. So they have been there the whole time. They've been communists the whole time. And unfortunately, we we're seeing the outcome of that. Um, are the people evil or something? No. But no, no, I wouldn't say, like say that, that about the people. I mean the government. The, the government. left. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, I know the people are good. Yeah, you know, government like, is terribly evil, and they rely on gang gangs. Wow. Yeah. And they rely on torture, and they they rely on espionage of foreigners, and and Hollywood's so aware of that. They, so we're aware of the threat. Now, why is it happening? Why is China like this? Um, the best explanation that I can give you is based on the 19th century mud flood theory, which isn't my theory, but there is a theory out of like the one of the craziest ones that a mud flood event occurred in the 19th century and it caused a reset of civilization here on earth. If that's true, if that theory is true, then we have to look and some new events might have emerged. In the case of China, we have to look at the possibility that their entire ancient history is not what they say it is, where they say it's 2,000, 3,000 years of, actually, sorry, 5,000 years of constant warlords and slaughter. Maybe it's not that, you know, maybe the Chinese weren't so violent. And um, there, there's actually a lot of evidence that the statues from China that you see today, like the, um, like those, uh, I forget the name of the thousand uh, clay statues of the soldiers that are buried underground. A lot of people say these things are forgeries these days. A lot of reasons to believe that. All those uh, Chinese artifacts that the British stole allegedly in the 19th century, they might not have been real. The British might be lying about that, you know? So there, there's a lot of reasons to doubt Chinese ancient history. And if that's the case, then somebody completely set up an experimental sort of uh, perfect communist paradise over there in China, in a wasteland. If you look at the, the map, it's total wasteland. And, uh, and, and sort of um, what you call this is a cargo cult. Um, it's very different from how humans normally live, you know, find our own resources and balance with nature. A cargo cult depends entirely on trains and cargo. And in China, you see in the 19th century, all these train tracks sprouting up all over the place, all across America too. And the cargo is, is brought and these cities form. Um, there's no reason to assume that those Chinese were like that before the 19th century. Forbidden City was, was there, sure. But it was part of a much bigger empire, the Tartarian Rus Horde Empire, the one that you know, has also been erased from history, the one that Russia has recently told us about. So Chinese history is now threatened by Russian history. And for the reasons that um, uh, Anatoly Fomenko, for example, have made it really clear that a lot of what we hear about China is, is straight up not true. The Mongolians were not a separate race that, list, that lived in the desert where nobody can live today. They were actually the Russians. And that the wall of China was never built as a, as a defensive structure. Because if you look at this, it's shape. It's not defensive. It has huge holes in it. So a um, lot of questions there. So yeah. fast forward. We know that China is communist. We know their their government and their religion is fake. We know that they're atheist. They don't have an actual religion. And at the exact same time, we know that they're they're heavily relying on Buddhism, which sort of is a religion, but does not specify if there is a god or not. Buddhism does not. And yet, if you're an uneducated person in China, for example, anywhere in South Asia then you might accidentally feel that Buddha is the creator God, and so many millions of them do. So they're accidentally monotheistic while pretending to be atheist, and they seem to have no culture and no religion. Um, maybe Chinese people will be upset if I say that, but honestly, the only thing I've ever seen them have is nationalistic pride. They have a great deal of it, and they do believe that places like you know Tibet are, you know, belong to them. And Okay, that's great, but... I, I would, I'd like them to, to, to show me where in their history is, is their nature, their soul. Where in the history of all those warlords and 
and mass mass slaughters of armies. You know, I can't. So so that's where I say it's better to not cling to that old history and just say maybe it was a figment of reset culture. Maybe the British lied about a couple of things. Maybe we should just be humanist and not nationalist over there for a while. Um, yeah, I'm kind of rant, ranting, but there is no threat from China, not to America. There was a plan. China was going to take us over. They're going to own everything. They already do own everything. They're going to set up all these 5G towers. They're going to kill us with them. Um, it, those plans have been averted. Trust me, I've looked into it. You got the, you got the, clean, um, the, the clean Network Act passed in 2019. Uh, it absolutely avoids these kind of catastrophes from happening. And now that China has been more or less neutered, I guarantee you they're not going to attack us. They're not interested in that, starting that war that they cannot win. They're going to just back off, and it won't happen. Well, here, here's oh, here's what I heard, and um, I heard and we're starting they, to see that already. We're seeing that. Uh, go ahead. I heard go that ahead. they 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 have to attack us from the inside, sorry, and that's why they there's a lag. Yeah, I'm sorry, but um, they, I heard that they have to attack us from the inside, and no a lot of people are pointing out that um, that's what they are doing because you know our politics, and we're so divided as a country right now. We're on the verge of civil war. You know, which I wish we weren't, you know, I wish people could get along more. Like I, right. I, I really wish like people yeah. had more education to like, you know, like not think so right and left and think kind of like how me and you do like it, that it's like a power that's against us. Who's like, who's fighting against us, who, who's what, who has it against our best interests and always has it against our best interests that, you know, that is not seeing the best for us. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, and I guess that's the best way to put it. What, what would you say? Um, yeah, I don't believe in evil, good and evil, God and devil. I don't believe that that simple explanation can explain anything. We got to look for a good one, scarcity and, and desperation and stuff like that. And I do believe that the people who do evil in this world don't really realize they're doing it. They're living in a very different reality from us. They've probably been abused a lot more than we can imagine in their childhood. And they sort of have no empathy for us. And if um, these plans are set in motion, they, they just, they, it's what they expect to happen. It's what has always happened for hundreds of years on this planet. And they don't expect it to ever stop. So we can't rely on these people to just suddenly wake up and say, oh my God, I'm part of a bit evil banker thing or a, or a big pharma or just something that clearly is bad. <clears throat> Instead, the media will play it up as you bet those big pharma people are bad and, <clears throat> and charging way too much for prescription. And you bet the mayors, governors are leaving town during <clears throat> disasters, just like we saw Ted Cruz do and, and that guy from... Um, uh, Kentucky, or recent disaster, and then Ted Cruz said, hey, you know, I can recommend a nice place, you know, out of the country. <clears throat> Everyone's like, why is Ted Cruz leaving the country during disaster? Why is this other guy? They want us to feel helpless. They want us to feel like our politicians are not listening to us. And, uh, <clears throat> and that's what I mean by lack of empathy. Uh, this is going to be won by the, the insiders who really do care and really are looking out for the future. And they see two choices, two really simple choices. And unfortunately, going with the anti-plan means that you have to risk everything. We've seen these people risk everything. Even Trump lost, lost people. He did lose some relatives that died during his term, and he lost, what, $2 billion. So anyone that wants to suddenly go against the plan has to expect a nice big slap from a deep state for the rest of their lives. And that is, that's the ugly truth of that. We're not part of this fight. We have to wait for these guys to, to defeat from within, I think. Yeah, I, I I think that's well said, and I, I I want to thank you again for coming on. Like, I think you you did a, a more amazing yeah. job this time than you did last time. Like, I really really appreciate your time because oh, that's good I'm, I'm looking for the truth, and like 
I really appreciate your knowledge as well. Like I, 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 I wish I was as smart as you. You really dug into these uh-huh. subjects, and I really appreciate that. You bet. I think that I was kind of driven to it because my weird family circumstances being between Israel and America so much, and, and my family is so dogmatic about it. I just needed to know the truth for myself. I never stopped looking, and I guess I found something that's really satisfying to me. Is your I'm family real religious? Is your family real yes. religious? My whole family's over there in Israel, and they totally with the plan, hundred percent. All that well, stuff and everything. You can't, you can't blame anybody, man. You know what I mean? That's no, 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 no. no. My, my family's all Catholic, and they they totally buy into Christmas and everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it, it's just like, what can we do? You know what I mean? It's the, right. it's the, it's the, it's the, the, the story of the people that are awake versus the people that are not awake. And unfortunately, really me is. and you were awake. We took the red pill. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, and all the consequences that come with it. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But I enjoy times like this, man. I really want to thank you for your time again, and I'll, I'll post this as soon as I can. Thanks, Ari. Yeah, please do. I hope you don't get in any trouble. I, 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 yeah, I'll post the audio first, and then I'll go over it again, and if there's anything, I might have to edit out or something, but I'll, I'll, we'll, be, we'll be good. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Hey, you too. Right. See you later, man. See ya. Bye.